0: I'm here to tell you a story, a story where we all share one thing in common, the choice to believe in something we can't see. We've teamed up with high school science teacher Nick Nguyen to bring you a real perspective of what it means to know God in real time. What's real time? It's not just a Sunday thing, it's an everyday thing. A gifted, unplugged, we exist to show that God is real. We do this with real stories in real time.
1: I'm Nick Nguyen and I am a science teacher at Silver Creek High School and I'm also a Christian and I've been teaching for 14 years uh, but that doesn't stop me from doing God's work at my work
0: what inspired you to uh, focus on God on a high school campus
1: um, well I found God while I was in college. So I was already on my path to uh, becoming a teacher. Um, Once I became a teacher, um, my relationship with God was already strong. So it wasn't ever a focus to really talk about God at work, it was just work. But it wasn't until um, after 2010, year 2011, where the Lord gave me a vision. He gave me a message. He gave me a calling um, to evangelize on campus. And from that day on, work and God's work became one and the same.
0: How would you explain um, to someone who doesn't know Christ why you do what you do?
1: The real purpose of why we're still on earth is to bring people to Christ, bring people to heaven. So God gives you talents. God gives you abilities so that you can be in different avenues. But the real goal is still bringing people to Christ. So whether I'm teaching or whether I stuck with my other major being a medical worker or marketing, I still would have been evangelizing. It's just based on where God wants to place us and he has a harvest for us in that area.
0: Science and God um, coexist
1: in your evangelism. You know that's interesting. Um, it wasn't like it was a plan. Just growing up, I loved nature. I loved National Geographic. I loved animals. Um, so I think subconsciously there was an attraction for knowledge and truth. And to me, science told the truth about you know the Earth, how animals are, how do they survive, and so forth. And so it was just a natural attraction I had to science. Yeah. And so linking that to now, now that I found God, you know, using science can explain a lot about this earth, but we're not made only to live on this earth. And that's where God has to come in. Um, telling people alone about science actually becomes pretty dark because the, the root of science is there's no meaning. Uh, there's no purpose things are random accidents and eventually it's lights out you know that's from the natural approach or perspective but that's not the truth the truth is there is something more there is something bigger there's this great god that created everything for a purpose and although we're temporarily here to learn about him learn about love learn about uh, sharing his love to each other but that's not we're limited to we're made for heaven and so that's where i believe science and god kind of you know crossed paths for me i just had that natural attraction to science growing up but it wasn't until i found god where i saw okay um, he wants me in this avenue because there's a lot of lost people in science and god loves them too and they like probably anyone else, they like listening to people that are like them. You know, if you want to talk to a scientist, they're attracted to science talk. And uh, you can show God, you can testify to God scientifically. Uh, It's not impossible. So, just like the Apostle Paul, you know, where he says, to the Greeks I became Greek, to the Jews I became Jews. And so, although I teach science, I use it to speak to the science world, uh, about God.
0: Spending time with you, uh, a reoccurring thing, is knowledge mm-hmm. and being factual. I personally uh, see that, and you know, a lot of other people, like a factual backing or um, a proof of uh, evidence to themselves um, to make a decision to follow Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, for you, Where did that start, and what did that look like for you to accept Christ?
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Actually, accepting Christ was more, I would say, emotional than it was knowledge. Because, you know, growing up, I was always uh, a good student. So, knowledge wasn't necessarily the challenge. For me, it was probably more of growing up with a single parent mom and not having a dad and my mom having to work all the time. So I took care of myself ever since about kindergarten. I would walk to school by myself. All the way through high school, I would go by myself. And when I get home, I'll still be by myself because my mom would be at work and so forth. So I think for me, the lack wasn't knowledge. The lack was actually emotions, you know? And so I went through life with the philosophy of believing I was smart, I was intelligent, I graduated with a um, with honors in high school, uh, first among my uh, family to go to a four year college uh, institution. So I felt like I was smart, clever enough to make good decisions, but living that way, I hit debt, uh, I treated people wrong, you know, the business that I was doing, uh, I was doing it for the wrong motive, and slowly, all that knowledge, all that street smarts, or all that philosophy way of thinking, led me to—I would say now, in hindsight, I would say I was depressed. I felt low. I no longer liked myself. And so, when God came into the picture, um, yes, I asked for the truth because that's—that's that's what I cared about. You know, the truth at the end of the day is what matters to me. Um, you can tell me the truth that hurts. As long as the truth, I can handle it. So, but internally, I didn't realize what I also needed was love and emotion and, and a connection uh, from somebody that made me feel like I was wanted, that I was special. And that probably had to do with not having a dad growing up because uh, I only lived one year with him. And uh, after that year, he bounced and he never came back. And so, when God came into the picture, he came in a way where I asked him to, which is show me the truth. And he showed that to me in the book of John, verses one through five and then verse 14, where I spoke about in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Later, skipping down to verse 14, it says, and then the word became flesh and lived among the people. To me, That jumped up so vividly, that this is not a distant God. This is a God that left His comfort, left where He was at, go out of His way to come live with the people He loved. And that was a God I wanted. A God that's truth, or a God that is true, but also a God that loves me, wants me, and a God that doesn't abandon me. And so, That's where I believe God, knowledge, and truth all came together.
0: What would you say is, in the setting that you're in, as a teacher, uh, placed into public education, Mm -hmm. is your mission? Or maybe the mission that God's given Mm -hmm. in that setting?
1: Well, me, in a high school setting it is a direct calling from God because this job is actually miraculous. This exact site is actually miraculous. I never knew anything about Silver Creek, never cared to interview or uh, apply there. But they called me up for an, uh, an interview. They, they opened up um, a profession for me. And so this place is actually a divine appointment to me and i always wanted to be a teacher so i even after um, getting married and coming to christ he opened up the avenue of being a teacher and there's been years <laughs> years where i thought i lost the passion no longer want to teach but he's never called me out so uh, i know that this is uh, my missions field and the reason why i, I believe the east side union or uh, uh, Silver Creek particularly, is I see so many kids like me, broken homes, minority, um, in every facet, every, whether they're wealthy, whether they're you know not as wealthy, they're all hurting. They all seem to have some type of broken home. Um, the ones I've met, obviously not every student's like that, but the ones that I met, the ones that the Lord has brought to me, I see that the Lord has shown me, or someone like me, through them. And so because of that, I believe He gave me a natural love uh, for the students that I meet. And that's why I believe the, the high school is currently my missions field. At the end of the day, you know, somebody, accepting christ is actually a great event it, it, it's a great story in itself but yeah obviously you know i have stories where um i prayed for uh, students for healing and then to me what i actually minister and do for a student i actually don't take it as a great or satisfying thing It's when I hear them doing it, the kids I lead to Christ, and I see them operate and they come to me and they share stories. Those to me mean more, those to me are more validating than it is for me to pray for somebody and they get their healing, you know, pray for a staff member and they get this. For me, it's the ones that I led to Christ and I see the fruit into them and I see them continue to carry that. I believe that's a true heart of a teacher you know a real teacher their goal is to give what somebody uh some, to give to somebody else what they have and then see them flourish in it it's really not a self-seeking uh, profession and i believe god gave me that you know mentality um so my biggest joys are hearing the testimonies through people like yourself you know when you share, hey, Mr., you know, Mr. Nguyen, you remember we you did, it sounds nice, <laughs> but those aren't what I hold on to. What I hold on to is seeing you shine. What I hold on is hearing, oh, look at what you're starting. Look at this team you're putting together. Look at how you're uh, impacting uh, your brother. You know, I remember uh, what you said and what you shared and how I uh, remember your brother in the past and how I see him now. Like to me, when you ask what are some of those stories, those are the ones that stick to me. Is when I see the people I feed and lead to Christ, take that mantle, they continue it, and see the word of God and the love of God flourish in their lives. Uh, Those are the great stories to me. I'll tell you, Christ loves you. Because love can be anyone, it, it can be a lot of things, but what I want you to know is God loves you and He loves you so much. The reason why I know God loves you is because He chose to do that with me and with all the mistakes I made, all the things I've done wrong. To where remember I shared that at some point I didn't even like myself so when you don't even like yourself and you're depressed for someone to be able to do that for someone to be able to do something for you that you couldn't do yourself that's how i know how much god loves me and so i know he loves you too wherever you're at whatever you're doing doesn't matter what profession you're at god is still right next to you and for those of you that know god already and want to do something for Him, I'm here to let you know, it doesn't matter what avenue He places you in, you can still do His work while you still do your work. I share Christ when I can at my job. You know, I'm not sacrificing my job to just do the work of God because at the same time, He provides in different ways. For me, He provides in my job. And so at the same time, I take care of that. But wherever you're at, God's got a mission field for you. God's got a harvest for you. And through it, I guarantee you, God's going to heal the deepest wounds inside of you that you don't even know currently exist. I did not even know how much of a wound uh, my father left in me. But as the years go by, I see it more. And I see God covering it. So I believe not only does God love you, Where he has you at, he's gonna give you opportunities to share his love. And as you're doing that, he actually gives you more love through the healing process. And as you do his work more, you learn to love him more as well as you learn how much more he loves you. God bless you. I'm Nick Nguyen and I'm gifted.